Can I keep contributing tax-free to my HSA after I go on Medicare? What about the money I've been saving all those years? Can I still use it after my Medicare starts? We've got all those answers and more this week on 65 and Counting. Welcome back everyone. This week we are shining the educational spotlight on a very special kind of savings account called an HSA or health savings account and how it relates to your Medicare. What is it and just what does it do? Well fundamentally an HSA is a savings account. These savings accounts are available to people who have high deductible health plans or HDHPs. The money that you put into one of those accounts is deposited tax-free and when you take the money out for a qualified medical expense, it's not taxed either. Typically, your employer will offer the opportunity to contribute to an HSA, but you can also get an individual HSA from banks, insurance companies, and credit unions. Now, in order to qualify to put money into an HSA, you've got to be enrolled in a high deductible health plan. These health plans require you to meet a, spe a specified deductible before you begin receiving coverage. The money in an HSA can be used to pay for any qualified health care expense. The balance does not need to be used in a specific plan year either. It's like a bank account. So you can use the, fund for the funds for qualified medical expenses or leave the money there until you need it. Now, what qualifies as a medical expense to use money from your HSA on? Well, the IRS made a long list of what's considered qualified and what isn't. This list is constantly changing and being updated. To find the most recent and updated information, you can visit the IRS webpage and download a copy. I'll include a link for that in the description of the episode. Now, what about using my HSA for dental and vision expenses? You can do that too. Just go ahead and refer back to that list I just talked about to have a better understanding of the benefits using your HSA. Now, if you're coming up on being eligible for Medicare and you have an HSA, listen carefully because it's very, very important to understand how enrolling in Medicare is going to affect your HSA. Why? Well, before you enroll in Medicare's Part A or Part B, you need to stop contributing to your HSA. Remember, those are tax-free dollars. You can't contribute to an HSA if you have Medicare or Medicaid. I'm going to say it again because it's very, very important. You cannot have Medicare and contribute to your HSA, or you'll pay hefty tax penalties. We recommend stopping your HSA contributions six months before your Medicare even begins. Yes, that's six months. It's important that whoever's overseeing your HSA changes your contribution amount to zero dollars per month. Otherwise, the IRS penalty and payback are pretty steep. Stopping your contributions, however, does not restrict you from continuing to take out that money from the HSA. After enrolling in Medicare, you can use that account to help pay for medical expenses such as your deductibles, some of your premiums, your co-pays, etc., etc., etc. And if you're using that money for qualified medical expenses, it'll still be tax-free. Okay, 
You heard me say premiums, so let's talk about that a little bit. You can use your HSA to pay for certain premiums like your Medicare Part B, your Medicare Advantage plan premium if it has one, your prescription drug plan, and you can even use it on your long-term care insurance monthly premiums. But wait, there's one premium you cannot use your HSA dollars for, and that is a Medicare supplement or Medigap plan premium. Now all this talk about HSAs brings us back to a question that we ask here a lot on 65 and counting. That question is, should I stay or should I go? What do I mean by that? Well, it means, should I delay my enrollment in Medicare and keep contributing to my HSA and keep my, employees ins my employer's insurance? Or should I stop my HSA contributions, leave the employer group, and go on to Medicare and enjoy all the benefits that come with it? Maybe we should do an episode on that. Or maybe we already did. I'll include a link to the stay or go analysis episode in this week's episode description. So there's another thing we need to talk about. If you are already enrolled in Social Security, there's another important thing to consider when, you're, when you've got an HSA. You can't contribute money to an HSA if you're collecting Social Security. Why? If you're collecting Social Security, you'll automatically be enrolled in Medicare's Part A and B. And remember, you can't have Medicare and keep contributing to an HSA. Folks can always delay their enrollment in Part B, but there is nothing you can do to stop Part A if you're collecting Social Security. And if you have Part A, you wouldn't be able to pay the, put those tax-free dollars into an HSA. Now, there's another type of health savings plan called an HRA, or Health Reimbursement Arrangement. Now, these are similar to HSAs, which is why I'm talking about them today, but there are some very important differences. The whole idea in having these types of accounts is to make healthcare costs more manageable for individuals. Now, HRAs are offered by employers to help their employees offset medical costs, and they don't need to already be on an HDHP, or that high deductible health plan. The employer contributes to these accounts, not the employee. So HRAs are a use it or lose it plan and they stay with the employer when you leave the company. In comparison, an HSA, are, it's your money. So even if you leave your employer, that money still goes with you. Both types of savings accounts, are they use funds to pay for your qualified medical expenses but the medical lists you can use for these funds are very different. HRA funds are regulated differently than HSA funds too. We'll get more into HRA details when we shine the educational spotlight on them. But in closing, HSAs are a great way to save taxes to pay for important medical expenses, but there are some risks to having it when, you come, when it comes to Medicare and these risks, they're easily avoided when you consult with a certified Medicare planner to help you create a strategy plan before you need to enroll. So I hope you learned a whole bunch about HSAs this week. And we're always standing by to help answer your questions, anything you may have. Our phone number and our email is gonna be in the description of the episode. Don't be shy to reach out. 
So thank you so much for tuning in this week. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to our page so you get notified when our new episodes come out, share with all your family and friends, and most importantly, have a great week.